Welcome back to Small Constellation Podcast, the home of the podcast where we talk about video games sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Nick has respawned. Hi, Nick. Hello. And then everybody else is here as well. Um, Bye. Okay, well, Nick is... Er, I'm sorry, Jared's gone. <laughs> I never died. I'm still at three stock. Thank you very much. <laughs> I threw myself off the level accidentally. <laughs> okay, so apparently we're talking about Smash Bros. this week. Um, I just live here. <laughs> he's a item. Mm. Oh, he's a, he's a companion, right? That's what yeah. they're called, companions? Yeah. He's like when that dog would like jump on the screen and like block the whole... The vision, the Nintendo dog. Yeah, Hell yeah. I do. I do like when when you'd get thrown off, and you'd get thrown off forward, and it would hit. You'd hit the screen, and it kind of breaks the the, the fourth wall there for a second. Like you know, mm-hmm. okay. That was a nice addition. <laughs> um. Hey guys. So sometimes we like to play video games. See. Um. What have you found to play? recently smash bros <laughs> and actually that's true it has been smash bros <laughs> um have you gotten sore yet i did yeah that was is, actually part of the reason i picked it back up is, is, is what do you think of him is he any good I, I think he's really good i think honestly i think you'll have a lot of fun with him like he's i actually think they did a really good job with him because he doesn't seem quite as blatantly overpowered as some of the other DLC characters have seemed. So I feel like he's a really nice balanced addition to the roster and has some really unique mechanics as well. Like he plays a little bit differently than any other sort of just sword user um, that the roster has a lot of. It's a keyblade. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no, I, I like him. I think he's a good addition. I um I I a little while ago I tried to actually play Smash Bros. I don't remember when or why. Uh, I just kind of got in the mood to play something, uh, and I got on to my Switch, and every game, literally every game <laughs> that I wanted to play, I was like, oh, I can play this game. Oh, okay, well I have to do a uh an update. Okay, well right. I guess I can't do that. And then, uh, oh, I'll play Smash. Uh, well, okay, well, there's an update, I guess. I'm not playing that. Oh, I'll play, you know, the 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 golf game. Well, there's an update, I guess. I'm not playing that. So I didn't get to play him. Play with him yet, so. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel, I feel your pain. I've been playing quite a bit on the, the Switch, just in general, which kind of rounds out the rest of my update on what I've been playing, which has just been basically, in addition to Smash Bros., anything and everything that is sort of retro or classic like dungeon crawler esque um so i've been playing a little bit of hammer watch which is kind of like a pixel art sort of dnd slash diablo hybrid kind of thing um that's been fun and uh a little bit of darkest dungeon um I don't know. Just I've been really kind of in the mood for anything sort of like gauntlet esque. So really been enjoying the classic fantasy roots. Uh, 
I am a dwarf and I'm digging a hole. Dig a dig hole. hole. Yeah, that's that's actually that's probably the biggest news for any followers of our podcast as for our like collective game playing updates. We've all been playing a lot of Deep Rock Galactic, which I'm very excited about because uh you know, diggy diggy hole as a dwarf <laughs> and all that. If you haven't if you haven't heard the song Diggy Diggy Hole, go go check it out. Specifically uh, by which which group? The Rose whatever. Wind Rose. Wind Rose. Specifically yeah. by Wind Rose. They, the they metal have cover. The, <laughs> yes, they have the good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you're still listening to this in January of twenty two, um go pick it up. It's free. PlayStation Plus. Um, yeah, this episode's coming out on the 31st. <laughs> well, you usually have, like, it. the first week of the next month, you can still get it, so. Oh, right, right. So you've got, like, two days, go. Fly, you fools. Uh, well, Jared, what else have you been playing? Um, let's see. So Witch Queen for Destiny doesn't come out till the end of February. So I've been kind of just playing other stuff. And I um, picked up Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a blast. Um, it's very, I would say the action is very f- frantic. Like since you only play a Star-Lord, but you control all the moves that your other players do. So Gamora, Groot, Drax, and Rocket. And so it gets pretty crazy. Um, so I'm pretty far on that. I'm pretty close, I think, to finishing that. Um, and then, yeah, some Deep Rock Galactic. <laughs> crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. <laughs> Sorry, I was tossing a piece of paper away, and I thought I muted. Um, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Let's see. So Deep Rock Galactic, Guardians, and um, I know I... Sp- pulled up the insane trilogy for crash to start that and i actually realized that i don't think i ever played the original crash game i think i started with two back on the ps1 days oh yeah yeah i think when i first got into crash bandicoot i started with two because you just couldn't find one after a while yeah, and so because when I was playing, I was like, "This none of this looks familiar." Like I don't remember any of this. Um, I mean, granted, I think I played more CTR than I did the actual like platformers, but um, yeah. So I did that, and then I think that about covers it. Yeah, I've been kind of stuck on those for a while. I've been I so I got uh, brilliant diamond for christmas pokemon yeah um i've been playing that um i was about to ask what that was yeah 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 it's um you know one of the one of the remakes um and i'm enjoying it um i um i didn't exactly rage quit per se uh i got all the way to the i got to the elite four i beat all four of the elite four and then, of course, there's the champion. So it's really the Elite Five. And I lost to the champion. And so now I have to beat the Elite Four all over again. So I'm going to grind a little bit more. Um, get my Pokemon just a slightly higher leveled. Um, 
before I try it again. Um, so I, I just kind of stopped playing at that point. I was like, well, I don't want to really go through all of that again right now. Um, <laughs> but uh, just use the revive cheat. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it's it's fun. I like it. You know, um, the uh, Tyler and Nick. Have you guys played um, the newest, the the most oldest, newest ones, the Sword and Shield? Yeah, I played uh, Sword. I no, I still haven't. It's honestly, I think the last Pokemon game I actually played was Soul Silver. <laughs> so it's been a while. <laughs> Um, well, so the, some of the, some of the mechanics, like, um, if you catch a Pokemon, uh, your Pokemon will get experience or, um, if you, if one of your Pokemon gets experience, all of, basically have an exp all on at all times, which is nice. Um, makes it a little less grindy. Um, and I appreciate the fact that you can use that to level up weaker Pokemon if you want to switch out one, you know, try a different Pokemon out or change your team up a little bit and you can, you know, don't have to go back to different areas to, you know, regrind for hours just to get that Pokemon usable again. Um, but I like it. Um, I'm really excited because, oh gosh, in, well, actually, by the time this episode comes out, Legend of Arceus will have dropped. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be curious to hear what you think of that one because yeah, I'm I'm really excited. Um, you know, it's supposed to be uh, the his, 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 Hisui Hisuia region, which is um, Sinnoh, but before it was Sinnoh. So whatever, it'll be interesting. Um. Still playing Persona 5. <laughs> I'm 126 hours in. Uh, thank you, Tyler, who has apparently disconnected. Oh, uh, no. no. No? Wait, okay. So yeah. I, okay, Zencaster, you got to get your shit together. Cause uh, yeah, I was going to say, says I can you're still offline. hear it. Yeah, I can what? still hear everything. So. He literally tells me. Screen. What? I don't see him on my screen. Can you, He's not on can you hear me, though? Yeah. Well, okay, this is Ghost Tyler. Uh, just checking in to remind you I don't to see keep. Anything. I mean, I see. I mean, I don't see Tyler. Can you hear him? No. <laughs> oh. You can't hear Tyler. No. No. God damn it. <laughs> he doesn't see him either. Be right maybe back. Maybe, yeah. Wait, is, is, did I lose Tyler? No, we all did. Oh. Except me. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Tyler. Hello. <laughs> oh, there you go. The ghost of Christmas Tyler is back. Tyler's back. <laughs> it was Tyler that lost the Timmy this time. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and blame it on Zencaster specifically because uh, everything Please else is fine. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's real good. Like, diss the platform that you're putting your podcast on. Uh, fuck Zencaster. <laughs> we'll stop saying bad things if, about you if you if you if you sponsor us. 
<laughs> Please give us money. <laughs> Pay for our silence. Uh, no. Um, so have fun editing that. Yeah, it'll 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 be great. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, those. Are, I mean, I, I've been playing a little bit of Minecraft again, but that's just kind of one of those things that come on, come and go. Um, my yeah, I mean, my big game that I've been playing besides Pokemon is is Diggy Diggy Hole. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's really it's really really fun. I enjoy. I, I wish it was five people, obviously, um, but. You know, it's one of the, you know, um, what was it that uh, Tyler, Jared, and I were, had played, I don't know, five or six, three or four or five sessions, a couple hours each, and then Nick decided to join it, and, you know, he had to do the, the first mission, you know, like the intro mission tutorial thing by himself, but then, you know, right after... Um, he did, you know, he, he was able to join us right away and immediately there were things for all of us to do together. Um, and then we played several missions there and then, you know, played a couple hours with him. And then, you know, the next day, instead of Jared, we had Evan come on for the first time. And after he did the, the intro stuff, he was able to join us right away. So it, you know, there are four characters and you can level them all up individually um, so you can switch back and forth between them. Um, and it was just a really nice game, really fun co-op game that, or, you know, PVE game that is just really quick to, and easy to pick up and play with friends. Yeah. It's, it's no big surprise to me at all that like the, the developed, uh, the developers go ship games um, they've received a real outpouring of love from the community for that game and like it's just it makes sense because like the whole time throughout the development process like I've been playing that game for a long time I've got like hundreds of hours in the PC version and I played with uh, some of my buddies on there in that game and it's it's just the kind of game you really want to support because it's been so clearly like a labor of love that they've developed with like care and and passion every step of the way and like it's just fun like it's it's simplistic but it has like a nice well-defined like objective that they set out to do with it like designed for co-op from the ground up yeah i love it represent my uh my my dwarven brothers rock and stone (laughs) (laughs) rock and roll and stone (laughs) No, not that one. <laughs> but yeah, that one's still the, my least favorite. Uh, other than Deep Rock Galactic, which I've been enjoying with the rest of you, uh, I've Aww. been uh, playing a little bit of uh, Fable on Game Pass. Oh, yeah. and... Did you say Fable Fable 1? Because there's like three of them, aren't there? Yes, uh, okay. I was. I've not played any of them before, so okay. I I was actually starting with the first one. Uh, it's. I guess I'm far enough removed from the original promises for the first one, it, that I don't really know the story for it, other than <laughs> bits and pieces of of being promised things that 
probably weren't possible to begin with at that time, given the technology. Yeah, yeah P- Peter Molyneux, right, is the guy who kind of gets lambasted for oh, like over-promising and under-delivering when it comes to pretty much every game he's ever made. But uh, It's not a bad game. Yeah. Uh, I've heard a lot of really good things about the Fable. I, I kind of look forward to Fable 2, because this one is simplistic it's it's probably aged the worst of the three i would imagine but it uh it's a nice little fantasy adventure game uh there's a quest you solve early on by farting at somebody (laughs) sounds like my kind of game <laughs> yeah, I, okay. if I have to be honest, that's actually the one aspect of Fable I could never quite get into. <laughs> it's like I really like it as a premise, but it, it was always I don't know, just a little bit too wacky and kind of I guess I don't know, at times juvenile for my taste. Well, it, it's weird because you do it there, but I guess unless you're just trying to be evil to everyone, like that's the only time you ever use it, right? It's uh, they they let you do a bunch of uh, emotes at people, and half of them are considered good, and half of them are considered bad. Right. And yeah. If you are playing as a good character, you don't want to use the bad ones. Uh, I typically do good playthroughs. I don't know if being evil in this is that much fun. To- it reminds me, though. You know what those games remind me of? They're like if you were playing The Sims, but as like a third-person like action RPG. <laughs> like I don't know what it is, but that comparison always kind of stands out in my mind. Like I guess it's just yeah, the interactions with the villagers are like I don't know. It just feels very Sims-esque to me. I'm not sure when this one, when the first one came out, but. Uh... It has to be pretty early in the whole every game needs a good and bad card oh, system. Like a, yeah, like a binary, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, alignment, like a binary alignment system, yeah. Because this can't be much older than Oblivion, honestly. Yeah, that's probably about the right time frame. When was Oblivion? Uh, so Fable came out in 2004, so it actually predates Oblivion by two years. Uh, yeah, so that's interesting. It's It's got to be very, very early in that, that cycle then. Uh, but yeah, it's just one of those things that was. It was probably the, one of the things that started that trend, mm-hmm. and uh, depending on how you feel that trend aged, <laughs> probably determines how much fun you have with this. I was gonna say, <laughs> honestly, dear listeners, we may at one point have a podcast in which we cover binary morality and alignment systems and other games that have done more and better. When was the first Mass Effect game released? Oh, uh, that... In 2006? 
I was gonna I was gonna guess yeah like 2007 to 2009 honestly somewhere in there maybe but you might be actually you might be right it might be earlier no no 2007 November 2007 2007. yeah so I I do think Fable kind of started this trend I can't think of well the studio also made a black and white too and they might have been kind of the precursor for that morality system to begin with you mean the the pokemon games black 2 and white 2 <laughs> you mean the, the god simulator game black and white <laughs> yeah that that series i wish that i could play god or not uh from dust on like the ps5 that would be Ooh. fantastic. Oh yeah, I'm still mad that that game never got a sequel. Yeah, and 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 or, or just bring it back. Just just let us play the remaster again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or don't even remaster it. Just let us just port it. it. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, that would look like such a janky port. Oh, that <laughs> that could actually be a good port on the Switch. Honestly, yeah. maybe oh, that yeah. game's from. That game's from 2011. It needs to get polished up a little bit. <laughs> well, that's why it would work uh, on the Switch really well, honestly. wouldn't necessarily need substantially more, like, processing potential. Like, Yeah, know. probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a Switch topic, but I want to hear what Evan's been playing first before I... God damn it. Rail thing. <laughs> wow. Um, well... As anyone who's been watching our YouTube channel knows, I've been playing through Spider-Man Miles Morales. I'm, yes. I'm pretty sure so I'm, that means six people. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Six people know what you've been playing. <laughs> <laughs> four of them are talking to you. <laughs> pretty much. Who's in charge of audience development over here? <laughs> Jared, he's got the Twitter page. <laughs> hey, I'll have you know, my coworker really liked our last episode. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> um, the Violence of Video Games one? Mm-hmm. Neat. Um, but yeah, I've been playing Miles Morales. I'm pretty sure I'm on the final mission, but I haven't done it yet, mostly because I have so much footage recorded now that I want to edit it and get some of it out of the way before I record even more because I'm kind of going to have to go through and because I recorded some stuff off the PlayStation and then I streamed some stuff to Twitch because it's just easier to stream it to Twitch because it doesn't have that stupid hour time limit and it actually tells you when it's recording and the PlayStation doesn't. (laughs) So I'm going to have to go through and like, you know, make sure things are in order. So I'm not like playing a very important story mission when, I, when there's no setup for it. Mm. Um, but other than that, I haven't played much. Played a little Deep Rock Galactic. Some other people have been, asking, have been bugging me to get on that, and I'm like, uh, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, my my gaming has taken a backseat to my Golden Girls Marathon, which was prompted <laughs> by the untimely passing of Betty White, rest in peace. Uh, which... Yep. Side sidebar: She could have lived to be two hundred, and it still would have been too soon. I don't care what anybody says. Absolutely. Um, so <laughs> maybe once I finish my Golden Girls marathon, 
Um, I've really been wanting to play um, Mass Effect again. Um, one of my friends is finishing up a pretty epic fanfic for Mass Effect, and reading through that has gotten me wanting to play it again, specifically Mass Effect 2, because that final mission is just so fun. Ah, oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I was looking, uh, I, I was watching a playthrough of it on YouTube with the developers, and they mentioned how a lot of people, I guess for you know for part of that mission, there's a you have to assign someone who's really good with technology and stuff to handle a specific part, um, and they were saying how a lot of people usually put, um, who is it, uh, Morden on that particular aspect because they're just uh, like, oh well. Morden's yep. a genius; he can do that, and but it does not end well. <laughs> it, because Morden is a doctor. Morden is a medical doctor. He does not do tech, so that will end bad every time. Even though he has like quote unquote tech powers in the game, yes, it's like, yeah, <laughs> I, like that's such an easy mistake to make. But I was just like, I mean, it, yeah, I don't know. I was immediately just like, nope, Talia Legion, man, that's where it's mm-hmm. at. Yeah, I think I think I sent Legion. All right, yeah, I sent Legion through the pipes, and then I kept I kept Tally with me and Morden because I'd found something online that says Morden has like this burn ability that's really good for the collectors, <laughs> and Tally has a stun ability that's really good since they're part uh, synthetic. Um, so yeah, take those two people. Um, and yeah, I think <laughs> it, 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 it it worked out like they were a great combo. Yeah, honestly, the best way to keep Morden alive is just sit him on the bench and don't look back. Like, send him yeah. back to the ship and just be like, go home, Morden, and live for <laughs> yeah. another day. Like, You need uh, Donald Duck to heal him. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, no, well, on Mass Effect, you are Donald Duck. You have to be all healing. <laughs> no. Like, some of, the, some of the characters have abilities that'll heal the group, but most for the most part, you are Donald Duck. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite job on the Citadel. <laughs> I guess I owe Donald Duck an apology, because I'm not doing the healing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at least Mass Effect has the courtesy of, like, when you heal yourself, it heals the whole party, so you don't really have to go around, okay, potion for you, potion for you, potion for you. It, it's it's a much better system, thankfully. Oh, um... I bought Age of Empires 4. Um, oh, I keep needing to do that, yeah. I played the... Like, I played a couple of intro missions, um... Decided I was bored and wanted to move at my own pace, so I played a game or played a match. Thought I was on easy just to kind of get things, um, you know, get used to the controls and what <laughs> new buildings look like and the UIs and all this kind of stuff. Um, and proceeded to lose very, very quickly. Um, I think I was in there for maybe 10 minutes, uh, still lost. So. Um, whenever Tyler, you get it, or if uh, Nick, you were planning on picking it up, we should all definitely play together. Yeah. Uh, I I do think Game Pass gives me access to it on computer. Nice. There you go. Yeah, that's a that's a game I have to ban myself from playing because I will play it all day, even when I'm at work, and that's not healthy. <laughs> Which now I Brandon's should probably pressure you into getting it now. <laughs> I should probably uh, take Civilization off my computer for that same reason. But we'll talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> yeah, it'd be it'd be it'd be really cool to have a uh, five-person uh, Age of Empires Last Man Standing game. 
which one of us is going to be homicidal Gandhi and <laughs> just start nuking the others. Well, in Age of Empires, Gandhi isn't in the game. I know, but we can still adopt that strategy. See, it sounds to me like now I just need to get you guys hooked on uh, Total War Warhammer as a series, and uh, we'll be golden, because that's, that's the game that, for me, I'll like get addicted to it and realize, oh, geez, I've been playing this for way too many consecutive hours. Time to do something else. <laughs> uh, Gerard, uh, you had a Switch topic. Oh, yeah. To Switch so... topics, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you should um, not feel proud of yourself. I I thought that was a really good segue. So this kind of leads into the second half of what we're going to talk about. But um, wow, spoilers! Yeah. Um, so there's an article about how um, one person's opinion was that uh, Sony should put all their PlayStation exclusives on PC day one. Now that God of War and Horizon and all of those are coming to PC, and somebody's um, asked him like what do you think nintendo should do this as well and tyler you're talking about how from dust would be perfect for the switch because you know it's an older game and it would work better on the switch um and so this journalist it's uh, paul tassi from forbes said he's halfway down the road to thinking that nintendo should just be a software publisher so that the people who make their games um, can use tech that isn't a generation and a half old um so i was just kind of wondering what your guys thoughts on that um because it does seem like nintendo has a lot of good games but like they're kind of limited by what they can do with the switch Uh, see i think i think that's a fundamental misunderstanding of what it is exactly that nintendo tries to do like it's easy to be like oh yeah their hardware is outdated and you know it's like that's always the case but the thing is they innovate in ways that other console developers and even on the PC, like they traditionally don't like, for example, the switch being really a great portable device. Like I would honestly say like, yeah, okay. So the, Wii, the Wii, the Wii U were a little bit, especially the Wii U were kind of gimmicky in my mind. I was like, yeah, it's a neat idea. But I think what that did is it paved the road for the switch and the switch is my favorite Nintendo console since the Nintendo GameCube. And I, I mean, even the 64, like, don't get me wrong. I loved it, but it was a little bit wonky. I just flat out loved the GameCube. Um, but then, yeah, the Switch is, I think, the best console they've put out because it's, yeah, compared to obviously like a PS5 or a, an Xbox Series X, like it's it's no contest in terms of processing power. But it's like, I, I mean, it, but it's portable. I could go into my bedroom and play Skyrim, like you know, like, <laughs> and. And I guess the thing is, you, you do have to be a little careful and pick and choose the games that are going to run well on the Switch hardware. But when it's like firing on all cylinders and like you've got a good first party Nintendo game or even just like a third party game that runs well on the Switch, there's nothing that comes close to that kind of experience with any other console. So, well, although I haven't tried the new Steam, the new uh, uh, portable Steam Steam. What was it? Steam Deck. <laughs> Steam Deck, yes. I <laughs> uh, haven't tried the new Steam Deck. Um, it but... sounds like 
we're back in the 90s and we're playing with those. Although apparently they've come back into popularity or something. Those little um, tech decks or whatever they're called. <laughs> right. The little uh, finger oh. skateboards. Oh, oh wow. yeah. <laughs> My apparently they're popular again. <laughs> Everything's I mean, cyclical. Yeah, I mean, that, that's like TikTok bringing back the, the jerk and the stanky leg, which I never thought would... <laughs> see the light of day after high school but I kind of this... wish uh, the Switch would be would just kind of really lean into it and start developing like PS2 uh, retro titles uh, yeah I mean that that does <clears throat> seem to be kind of like where it's strength has has been for me like with some of the retro titles i don't honestly i don't i can't say that that particular like generation of games is very appealing to me like kind of like the low poly like 3d generation that wasn't super low poly like uh you can do you can bring the modern game design philosophies to those true uh, just it doesn't need to be super high def. Uh, I imagine they can even get away with uh, just even probably more detail that it just doesn't have to look high res. Well, and I mean that's the thing. I like, and I think even that's kind of underselling the potential capability of the Switch hardware. Like, obviously, like, a lot of first-party games, like, you look at, like, Bayonetta 2, and that runs at, like, a gorgeous, like, 60 FPS and looks, you know, way better than retro games. It's just that I, yeah, I mean, again, I, for me, the, the cutoff is just, it's got to be pretty smooth. Like, Breath of the Wild runs somehow at 30 FPS and yet doesn't, like, I, I don't hate it. <laughs> like, I don't notice that it's only 30 FPS. But, like, for me, most of the time, like, whatever it takes to get a game running at, at like, like at a nice 60 FPS with, like, a, a, a... Even if it's, like, kind of retro or pixel graphics, at least as long as it's got, like, a cohesive art design and, like, a lot of character to it. Um, yeah, that's all I ask. Good frame rates and beyond that, as long as it's got a good art direction doesn't really matter too much to me but and this is probably a, a moot conversation because they're selling over 100 million consoles so they're probably just fine <laughs> just with their hardware and... right yeah yeah and like you said they're getting games like you know um monster hunter rise and all these things that yes. always seem to be typical major console mm-hmm. games and so they can make it work you know it's not like for sure holding them back yeah and so that's why for me like the idea that they would switch to being entirely just a software developer i i guess i can understand that argument but i think they have plenty to offer in the realm of hardware development i if i were them i wouldn't would feel any pressure to do that make that move so and i think their fan base is strong enough to support that decision not to So, Jared. Yes. You have a news bulletin or something for us. Yeah, so speaking of console wars, and um, Nick was talking about playing 
all of his recent games on Xbox Game Pass. Um, Xbox is and Microsoft is continuing to bolster that service. Um, recently, they just bought Bethesda for what was it, seven billion dollars? Um, and so uh, that's seven seven D. Yeah. No, 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 no. This no, is Bethesda. Was... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. This week, they just bought Activision for 10 times that amount for $70 billion. <laughs> right. There we you go. Know, Spoilers. Of, in, 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 instead of buying them for $70 billion, they could have given each of the Americans seven, uh, $1 billion. <laughs> <laughs> or they can just yeah, have... where's my billion dollars game company? <laughs> I, know, I know what tweet you're referencing, but for just a split second, I was yeah. like, where is this going? Brandon's breaking. <laughs> so not only... Well, I did... put 126 hours into a single game and still haven't seen the light of day yet. <laughs> so not only do they get Activision, but Activision recently acquired Blizzard, and they also have King... So technically, Microsoft now owns the likes of Overwatch, Diablo, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Candy Crush, and StarCraft. So you're missing a few there. Well, that's like the graphic they kind of put out to say, like, hey, this is kind of the major things. Um, But that poses the questions. You know, a lot of those, especially the Call of Duty franchise, you know, they're key on, you know, yearly releases both consoles um pc like how does that change like going forward and microsoft has come out and said you know we're we talked to sony we're definitely honoring you know all existing contracts and blah 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 but it was so vague enough that's like okay so you're honoring it until they're expired or are you like you know warzone for example that'll probably always stay on all consoles but like future releases will those be xbox exclusives so specifically regarding call of duty i was just going to say it sounds like you saw like a similar tweet or uh, that i saw but i think i saw some kind of a follow-up to that as well where they further clarified like specifically in the case of call of duty i think they were saying something about how it was important to them to keep that multi-platform like it made it sound very much like at least for future call of duty releases they don't plan on making them exclusive um how far out that reaches i couldn't say like at some point they may get greedy and just be like no like it's ours now but uh that was one like uh, honestly the one i'm most worried about is diablo man that's the one where i'm like ah because like i was definitely planning on picking up diablo 4 on the playstation 5 because i've really enjoyed the console versions of those like it runs uh, i played diablo 3 a little bit a while back on the playstation 5 and that like looks and runs fantastic on the ps5 Why did you do that uh actually just like a couple days ago i just decided to re- uh, install diablo 3 and i was hmm. playing some diablo 2 we need you and i need to finish diablo 3 yeah and jared you and i need to continue diablo 2 on the playstation as well i not me yeah, I was gonna say, you. I think that's me as well. <laughs> I never played it with you guys. Maybe it was Nick. No, it was Tyler. Uh, I had sure Diablo two. No, it definitely wasn't James. James was, is dead. Was it your imaginary <laughs> friend? <laughs> I thought no, there were three of us playing together at one point. Diablo two on the the PlayStation. It had to be Nick. 
I think I think he was just on the call that one time when you and oh, I were playing it, Brandon. Okay. But but yeah, we definitely we should just yeah we should finish both. And yeah, honestly, like I said, I I was like as much as like I I was enjoying playing Diablo two, but I do have to admit they did such a good job with Diablo three on playstation 5 that i can now actually understand the comments that people are making about wanting to go back to just playing diablo 3 because it is honestly almost even more enjoyable than the pc version um which i Hmm. was not expecting at all like i just i really liked yeah i was having a lot of fun with uh, diablo 3 on the ps5 so uh, yeah i have actually heard that some people uh prefer the diablo games on consoles yeah Uh, which was weird like i would not have expected that from myself being a pretty diehard pc fan but it just i admittedly i had some issues like for whatever reason diablo still has some like micro stutter issues on pc that i have never been quite able to figure out exactly what's messing with the frame rate like it's kind of uneven on PC um, sometimes, and the console version just completely removes that. And they added kind of like a manual dodge mechanic, which was really cool. But yeah, that's why I was uh, really enjoying it. I guess I I will say that the they did state that the deal is made, but that is going to take probably the better part of a year to finalize. Yeah. Uh, I do think they are aware that Call of Duty needs to remain multi-platform because uh, then they're just leaving half their money on the table at that point. But uh, kind of weirdly, the original PS1 mascots of Spyro and and Crash Bandicoot (laughs) are now Microsoft owned. That's so weird. How did that happen? And uh, Tony Hawk, the remasters yeah. for that. Uh, oh, really? Well, uh, even not the Activision did all the Tony Hawks. Yeah, I guess yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it might actually be some good news for those remakes, as I do believe Microsoft is more inclined to uh, continue development of those series than was Activision themselves. Mm. Well, yeah, and I've also heard this might be a good thing for, like, maybe Microsoft's like, okay, Call of Duty doesn't need to come out every year. Um, Maybe let's take some time, do the, uh, you know, Assassin's Creed route and just, like, give it a couple years, really make a good story and not have to have annual releases. And Because at one point, I think, all of Activision's like studios they've kind of bought up, except for like one or two, were all devoted to Call of Duty. Yeah, or if they, yeah, or when they got pulled in, they became devoted to Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah they all became support teams for Warzone, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, Toys for Bob being the main team behind uh, Crash. Four. Yeah. And they were also largely the team responsible for the first Spyro and half of the second Spyro for the Reignited trilogy. And I think Beanox did the third one. I don't quite remember the breakdown. Uh, it got 
too rushed. Activision didn't give them enough time for all three games. Mm. But um, uh, yeah. I do. And then I think when Treyarch came in, they were pretty much thrown Black Ops and said, "Here, make this." Yep, work. that that's the only thing you get. Treyarch is is Black Ops. Uh, yeah, so that could be a good thing for those teams as uh, being owned by Microsoft now, they probably will get to split off and, well, they might be given a their own kind of battle royale where, like, here, here's your chance to make an IP and those of you that aren't successful, uh, you get dissolved. Yeah, it's crazy yeah. to think about. Um, you know, I think I think this is good. Um, you know, I think this is kind of a, a healthy thing. And the way that um, Microsoft came out with their new console and didn't really have, a, I mean, they had, I mean, they had a shitty launch. I mean, let's just call you know, let's just call the kettle black, right? their launch for this new console was just lackluster. They had a bunch of third-party games, nothing really to hang your hat on. And I think that this sort of move um, is, you know, and, and as more games come out and, you know, get added to that Xbox Game Pass and more and more people are seeing the benefit to that, um... I think, you know, just even these games, you know, some of these games could, you know, be on that game pass if they're not already, you know, the Spyro games, the Crash Team games, you know, even if even if they have, um, you know, say they put the Call of Duty games on game pass every time a a new game comes out, you don't necessarily feel the financial hit to that because it's just there you're paying for it monthly or whatever and you just get to play the new one when it comes out um you know so they they have a lot of of pull there i think and i think that that the the reason that i'm i don't want to say that i'm excited about it necessarily but the reason that i think it's it's good is that you know competition breeds improvement it you know it as long as Microsoft and Xbox can stay competitive with PlayStation, then me as a currently as a PlayStation exclusive player, you know, in comparison to the two, you know, PlayStation is going to have to one up Xbox. They always do. You know, they all, they always try to one up each other. You know, PlayStation is definitely, or, you know, Sony is definitely a, you know, console first company and not, you know, Microsoft. But, you know, they, 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 you know, focus heavily on their console and they, they want to add more content, keep people playing, um, you know, all these sorts of things. And, and if there's nothing else to play, then they're going to grow complacent. And we're going to get bored and we're going to say, well, we want more, but we're not going to get more. Cause why would we get more when, we, you know, they don't need to give us more, you know, um, I like 
new, right? And the graphics are getting better and the games are innovative and interesting. And, you know, this, you know, the console war really may not, you know, without the console war, we might not have the the new controller, you know, the the haptic feedback and, and that sorts of thing, right? Like, so, or maybe we would, but, you know, 10 or 20 years from now. So I like the implications that this has um, that, you know, Microsoft is, is acquiring all of these companies. Um, I think it's good for the future of gaming. It brings up an interesting question though, is does Sony need to respond? Because it feels like they're going in separate directions. Like they're competing for, you know, users but Xbox and Microsoft are throwing their eggs in the Game Pass streaming basket. And while PlayStation has those options, it doesn't feel as much of a priority or maybe it's just harder for them since Microsoft has the backing of, you know, being a computer company first. And that's probably a little more straightforward for them. And some of the things Microsoft doing, Sony just can't compete with, like, Microsoft is a trillion plus dollar company and be on the backs of their PC market. And Sony can't do that. Like there's no way if Sony was going to try to acquire a studio, they can't acquire something that's on the level of a $70 billion Activision blizzard. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like, do they, I mean, it's not like Sony's hurting all their consoles are selling out as soon as they're available they have multiple <laughs> game of the year nominees and whatnot, but it's just kind of interesting. The trajectories they are kind of taking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, didn't, didn't we talk about offline at one point a couple weeks ago that um, PlayStation now and PlayStation plus are merging soon. Yes. It uh, likely is yes. going to include uh, crunchy roll into that because Sony bought crunchy roll. Uh, some time ago Uh, so i don't necessarily think that they're entirely going in two separate directions you know you know what i mean like they're still competing you know if if sony came out and said you know um we've got two different services one service you've got internet and we'll give you a couple of free games every month for you know staying with us and the other service we have blockbuster or netflix of video games and you just get to try them all out and if you really want them you can buy them you know if you don't want the service anymore you can buy the game you know um and then there's nothing to compete with that. You know, Xbox never makes a, uh, I mean, Microsoft never makes a play or God damn it. Fuck. <laughs> Microsoft never makes an Xbox. And, uh, you know, there was, there'd be no need for PlayStation to say, well, we're going to combine these services. Um, but now that you've got the, the Xbox game pass and people are, gravitating toward that more and more they're seeing you know they're there's you know playstation consoles are hard to get 
and they're maybe able to get their hands on an Xbox a little easier or, you know, the money is tight because of COVID and all of this stuff. And, you know, the entry level to Xbox is, is as low as it's ever been for a new console. And so they go to that and, they, you know, they, they so PlayStation is responding to that and they're going to maybe, you know, you know, um, combine their services and and have their own version of the game pass and um you know i still think that there is that level of competition and i mean yes they're a little bit different and and you don't want the same thing you know um it's it is nice that they're kind of going in their own directions a little bit um it's just you know which which cup of tea is the one that you want to call yours? Yeah, and I think the main difference is that Xbox is acquiring these things so that they can put the games in Game Pass and you can subscribe to Game Pass. Where PlayStation may be making their form of Game Pass, but they're not putting their exclusives day one on that service. They still want those sales of those games individually, which they're selling a lot of admittedly which is why they're raising prices by ten dollars for this generation for those games um so that's where they're kind of like those i guess it's more of a philosophy difference is that even though like they're going to have competing services like playstation wants you to come for the exclusive games and then xbox wants you there for the service with all these games already there yeah, and I, I was gonna say though, I like that's kind of been my response to this whole thing. Is like to me, this is this is Microsoft saying to to at least some degree, they're recognizing the value of having like big brand name like exclusives, like and they're this is kind of their attempt to say like, hey, you know, for the longest time, I would say like Sony, like for the longest time, I just had, I had Nintendo consoles and I had Sony consoles and I had my PC. And I mean, granted, I'll still be able to get pretty much everything that I would want from Microsoft on PC. But if I didn't have my PC, like the Xbox is now, I think much more compelling as a console, just because they're also kind of entering that market of like, Hey, we are going to have some, you know, even just like the Bethesda games alone, sounding like they're going to be exclusively Xbox games and PC moving forward. Like that's a pretty big selling point. And it just seems like they're doing that more and more like where they've recognized the Sony strategy of saying like, hey, gamers will go where the games are, and that's what we're choosing to focus on. I think Microsoft is acknowledging that, like, hey, that's worked pretty well. And then, like you said, they're also saying, also our Game Pass is pretty sweet. So it's like, now they're going to have exclusives and the Game Pass. And I'd say, I feel like, in general, this is a really smart move on Microsoft's part, for sure. And it sounds like what they kind of committed to doing with this generation of consoles. Like I remember reading articles where they were like, yeah, we are going to focus more on exclusives and games. And really we are going to focus on the Xbox as a console moving forward. So I, I think it's a smart move. We're not going to make uh, our own exclusives. We're just going to buy the other studios so they can keep making right, exclusives yeah, yeah, for us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do think you guys are kind of forgetting though, that uh, the push or the move to a Netflix style for games is very much because uh, Amazon is also looking to do that. 
Oh yeah, yeah. About that. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I always kind of forget about Amazon doing that as well. Because uh, Amazon, yeah. they've they've set up their their own uh, game companies, and so their their first title just hit the market early or late last year, I suppose, uh, with the MMO, and they have more oh, things. Oh, that's right. Yeah, new more world MMO. I new forgot world. about that. Yeah, I've never heard of it. It's not my cup of tea. I have I have actually a couple friends who got really into playing New World and they got to the end game content and they've kind of tapered off playing it at this point. But yeah, they, they liked it pretty well. That sounds just common for any new MMO. It's just... Yeah, it's just it, like I said, it's not my cup of tea. So yeah. Uh, and Netflix also has their game streaming service. That's hard. It's hard to find. I don't know if maybe I need to be on my PlayStation or something to, to, to uh, see the games. I think but... right now there's they're very small games. Uh, okay. Like you, you can pull it up on your phone pretty easy, and they're they're pretty much just retro titles. But it is a soft launch for it as they try to get the technology working. So then. I guess um, the next it, question, unless Brendan has something. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, the next question is, what the let, heck was Brandon gonna say? <laughs> I, uh, please, uh, importance before beauty. Wow. <laughs> uh, so, if there was a, you know, a IP um, bidding war, you know, say. Sony and uh, Microsoft are starting to try to gobble up all of these studios to increase their exclusivity of their, you know, streaming services. The big ones you would think would be what Ubisoft, Square Enix, like uh, your EA, which I think is still the biggest of all of them. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, like, I mean, because Sony can't really. I mean, trying to match the seven billion dollar acquisition of Bethesda is probably pretty hard for Sony. So, like, even if there was something that matched the seventy billion of Activision, like, I don't think that's in their wheelhouse to actually do anything like that at this point. Would you want to see um, any of those studios under exclusive deals? Obviously, I, like, you want them available everywhere. But the one that surprises me the most, I I keep thinking that. Like, I want to say I saw, was it Square Enix was only valued at something like like 3.7 billion? I may have that. The last wrong, one I saw but... was 5.9. Okay, maybe. Isn't Square pretty much PlayStation I, exclusive anyway? That, that's what I was going to say. I, I honestly was kind of surprised to learn for some reason that just seemed like they'd been so synonymous with Sony. I mean, I guess now that I think about it, I've been playing Square Enix games on PC and stuff too, so that makes sense. But that's that's the one that, to me. Can, can I just you play see Final that. Fantasy on PC? Uh, some of them, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen, I believe, okay. were, are all on PC. Um, and maybe some of the others, they might have uh, actually. Yeah, now that I think about it, pretty much. I think they. Yeah, I think Square Enix has actually been aggressively like kind of pushing to get more of their games on PC. But um, either way, I, that's the one that to me, you know, it seems like kind of an obvious pairing, and I can see Sony pushing to acquire them and get more of an exclusivity deal that going there. But um, 
that was the one that stood out to me. I feel like there was one other one where I was like, yeah, I can see Sony acquiring that. But yeah, Square Enix for me was like the kind of the first you definite might be connection I made. Thinking of a uh, From Software, which has weird ownership yeah, uh, issues. That's true. Uh, they are owned by some. Uh, it's a special type of business conglomerate in Japan, and uh, they're not all that keen on selling just from software. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's kind of dead in the water. Sony acquiring them. Oh, I guess um, Take Two would be another one. Oh uh, yeah, uh, over Rockstar and Two K. I f- I always forget about uh, mm, about Take okay. Two because uh, yeah. really Rockstar is aren't they the main revenue for Take Two? Yeah, I mean Two K used to do a bunch of stuff with sports, but I, they kind of uh, haven't. They're trying to get back into it uh, so that I, they're EA doing the the new uh, college football game, aren't they? Uh, I don't know. Not to completely change the topic, but I actually, we started talking about Square and um, something that that has caught my eyes recently. I started seeing some articles about the sequel sequel to Final Fantasy X. Um, um, yeah, yeah. So Final Fantasy X three, <laughs> and uh, I think it's you know sometimes I think I think after seeing some of the naming schemes that Final Fantasy does, I think that's why uh, 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 Kingdom Hearts is so messed up. I think it's I don't <laughs> think it's Disney's fault. I think it's Square Enix's fault. Oh, anyway, yeah, for sure. Um, no, uh, I apparently like in the past year, uh, since like July, there's been a lot of talk about it. Apparently, they're basically saying yes, but it's not anywhere close. Like it's not in development yet, but it's probably going to come. Oh, yeah, because what? Uh... They are. They should be wrapping up development on sixteen. Apparently, Toriyama said the only thing that's keeping them from doing it is the remake to Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, which I guess they do have two more of those they got to do as well. Yeah. But, anyways, uh, back on topic. Um, so, before we run out of time, uh, I I don't know a lot about Xbox. And so maybe one of you guys can can tell me more. Um, and I've not really ever paid attention much to um, Game Pass. Or like what 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 you know items are on on Game Pass and but so so I'm curious to see what you guys think about the idea that PlayStation slash Sony is a much um, calmer waters 
for new developers to jump into? Uh, it, it could be changing with Game Pass as I, I think largely the deal that is made for Game Pass is developers that have uh, basically are coming to the end of development or they need some kind of financial support. Microsoft will say, okay, you can have X amount, whatever we think your game is worth to put it on Game Pass day one. Uh, and so the gamble there is you will probably miss out on a good number of sales, but uh, it could also be something if if you made a game good enough and you needed a little bit of help finishing it, it could transcend Game Pass. I don't know if anything has quite accomplished that yet, but uh, for for gamers, it's a good way to sample a little bit of everything. Uh, they have a lot of backwards compatible titles on there. Uh, rumored that Sony is is looking into it. Uh, they have a few patents about emulating uh, the PS3 and maybe even earlier generations. Uh, but then there's the always the tricky thing of, of rights. Yeah. Well, because I, I just feel like there are a lot of really good indie games that come out on, on PlayStation. Uh, Microsoft bought up most of the indie companies that they could get their hands on. Okay. So, uh, I don't quite... like. So I guess Devolver Digital is luckily able to avoid that. But uh, what you have... Microsoft hoovered up Rare. They hoovered up uh, Double Fine... They were, uh... Not that they've done much with either of those, to be honest. <laughs> right. Uh, but they have a like. So what? Double Fine put out Psychonauts two, which they did. They did, which and, probably wouldn't have happened without that. Yeah. And rare. Uh, I I need to try it at some point, but I the pirate game. What's it called? Uh, sea of Thieves. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it has a dedicated fan base that i didn't realize that was rare so yeah that's interesting i'm i'm pretty sure it's rare but yeah they uh, i think the hollow knight developer got uh, bought out or uh definitely the the uh, there's another one somewhat similar metroidvania style i can't think of the name right now but yeah Axiom verge is the, <laughs> that's the only other metroidvania uh, uh but yeah microsoft bought a ton of those companies uh so it's a little bit i guess it's really not a great position for most of them because they get to be fought over by sony or microsoft and not necessarily in a advantageous way for them like they just kind of like here's this and you have to here's your release requirements for your game now 
Okay, so um, I was I was gonna go on a tangent about um, <laughs> I was well, I was I was curious I was curious what um, Valve owned or was owned by because I thought maybe Valve would be a good thing for for like somebody to acquire. They'll never do anything but well, predominantly like PC development. Well. I mean that's fine, whatever. But I'm if you guys go to the link that I just showed, look at this. Con- scroll down most of the way down. Look at this controller, the Steam controller they have. Oh, the uh, the touchpad the, one. The Steam Link controller. Yeah, I've 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 never I've I've not seen this before, and I'm getting some uncanny value with this controller here. <laughs> like. The... Low, but does it look like a human face? No, it's <laughs> the 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 R three the, the the right stick is a touchpad, yeah, a circular touchpad. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I've the 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 buttons, the ABXY stuff, um, they're switched. So the touchpad is where like the X circle square and triangle should be and the buttons are down where the thumbstick should be. Yeah, it's kind of I'm, I'm I I don't know. I don't know about it. Yep. Um I've, speaking of controllers Speaking of controllers, this is the last thing I think we should talk about before we wrap it up. Um I saw the other day that apparently Sony has a new patent pending, or I don't know what the correct phrases here are, but they have a new patent out that suggests that they are going to start creating a controller with a collapsible joystick or, you know, thumb, thumbsticks. Now, what is the use of that? <laughs> um, so the, the article I read was I that the the joysticks in i mean all joysticks are friction based right so a button is a button that you can push and it's not necessarily friction based it's you know you're pressing a button but the joysticks obviously you know it requires you your your finger to have friction with the with the joystick um and that can be um uh what did they call it um uncomfortable for the user for extended play like extended periods and so they're trying to come up with a more comfortable long-term play style and honestly at this point i'm kind of wondering why they don't just put a little ball there and just have us roll the ball around like um you know those old those mouses that never no, seem to work very well. Big red ball, no. <laughs> Mouse? Did I just say mouses? Can I go to bed, yes, please? <laughs> um, just thinking about those made my knees hurt. No, I. Feel I was old. at work today and I was reviewing a document, and um, they put uh, the word data, and then in parentheses they put s. As if to, you know, it could be one data or multiple datas. Oh my and God. I. 
I just. That's when you just log out. I'm going home. <laughs> Goodbye. The one that still haunts me to this day is I once was trying to describe a photograph for a 4-H presentation that I was doing, and I said goad instead of went. I was like, yeah, we goad down. And, and I basically just had to stop and like look up and look at the guy who was judging my photograph and be like, just give me a participation ribbon right now, mofo. Like, I'm out. Like... <laughs> Okay, so one more one more story. Um, I was dead. I was probably ten. I don't know, twelve maybe. I'm in I'm in the car with my dad. We're driving down the highway, um, and there's just fields. You know, it's that part of the highway where there's there's nothing. I don't know. We're somewhere in the Midwest, in the middle of nowhere, and we're <laughs> in a of life. we're in a, an expedition, right? And um, I was a, a curious child and would ask questions, you know, you know, dad, what's this dad? What's that? Um, and he would always have, I mean, he, you know, he was a smart guy. He's, he's kind of one of those people that, that, that know a lot of useless information. You know, it's like that will never get you anywhere in life unless like knowing that will never make you a million dollars. It'll never make you successful. <laughs> I mean, he was very successful. Don't get me wrong, but like, he just knew a lot of little things, you know, that were really good for trivia night, right? Um, and so, one time we're driving down the road, right? And I just go, <laughs> "Dad, what is what is four H?" And him assuming that I'd seen a sign somewhere. He goes, oh, it's like um, it's a uh, it's like a farmers group. Four um, H, the four H's are like head, heart, hand, and you know, and and I don't remember what the fourth one was, but like, you know, it's you know an agricultural group, that kind of thing. And I go, no, Dad, uh, or the thing on the car right here. And so I was pointing to him, and there's this little knob, 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 whatever that you can change from like two wheel drive to four wheel drive and one of the options was 4h <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> i'm like how is how is the hand heart hand and whatever this other fourth one was how is that going to help us drive <laughs> wow. if you have um, enough heart the car will propel itself <laughs> <laughs> you must believe in the heart of the car <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, I'm actually downloading um, the new Yu-Gi-Oh game that came out. <laughs> I saw that there was a new Yu-Gi-Oh what, game. What man. game is that? It's called Master Duel. It's supposed to, it's free and it's supposed to be like you know there's been so many different iterations and variations of the game that's come out in recent years and this is supposed to be kind of like an all-encompassing like Don't they have a I'm, I think is, is is that one on mobile too? Yeah. It's, uh, no, at least the thing I saw, this was only console and PC. Is it free? Yeah. Um, oh. But it's supposed to be like the sole thing they're going to support going forward. Interesting. So it could be like a smite thing where they just like constantly add updates to it and stuff. Yeah. Hmm. 
Now I'm just trying to imagine what kind of car would be like the equivalent of Exodia. <laughs> a Hummer. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say, Nick? Oh, uh, actually, it was the same thing. Oh. <laughs> Blue eyes, white limo. <laughs> <laughs> Red eyes, black Mustang. <laughs> For all the douchebags in your life. Uh, that's a good. That's a good way to end it. Yes. <laughs> like with the random Yu-Gi-Oh segment. Yes. Jared, hit him with the socials. Take us out of here. Facebook ball conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's staying in. <laughs> we go to the Facebook. <laughs> oh my god! Small constellation on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. There's no one else with that name. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't even that funny. <laughs> oh no, it was. Uh, it was pretty good. This <laughs> is the timing. Everything. Was <laughs> there was no precedent. <laughs> oh god. Good night, everybody. Oh, good night. <laughs>song if you've never played any of the pokemon games like because that's from the show lived under a rock <laughs> y- yes <laughs> <laughs> he can't sing the song if he hasn't played the game the anime doesn't count <laughs> have mean, you watched the show then like no. you're i mean what? i guess a little bit like when it used to be like on saturday morning cartoons like i not <clears throat> too crazy following it 